Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. On to this next game, the Roosters versus the Manly Seals. Now, what's uh, interesting about this is that post-match press conference, uh, clearly Robbo listens to this podcast. He must listen to this podcast. That's, no the only reason, that's the only explanation. It's not the fact that he's a good coach and he would have seen it before we saw it, but he actually said he sat down with um, Radley, Tedesco, Kiri, Walker, and basically said, like, you just need to work out what your roles are. You need mm. to talk to each other and say, what are our roles? And I, you know, obviously last week on the podcast, I said they need to find out who is the leader of the team. Who's, and at the moment, it seems like it's Radley, even though it's probably Kiri's, uh, and they need to talk about it. And so they sat down to talk about it. I thought we saw a really good game from all of those boys. Like, I thought Kiri changed his style a bit, played a lot more like a seven. I thought Walker looked way more confident, yeah, willing to just go, I'm going to play the way I'm going to play, and I'm going to allow Kiri to do what he needs to do before we get into a good attacking zone. Tedesco looked more um, certain. Uh, yeah, they looked, they really clicked. They really clicked. I thought they looked really good. And I was really impressed with Kiri's um, performance. What do you think, Shandor? Well, I, th- I think also last year, you know, Walker coming in, he sort of had a free run at the control yep. for the team. So there was definitely going to be that shift in dynamics, even with Radley out. So I think we are probably going to see that first five rounds, them just working out exactly how they're going to play. Yep. But you nailed it exactly. Kiri took on a seven role. Mm. Walker... I, I, he's a gun. Like yeah. what, what he can bring to a game is great. I love the little battle between the two giants, Tupo and uh, Saab. Mm. Thought Tupo played played well, so he's important for them as well. But um, yeah, main main standout was just seeing the dynamics come back at the spine, and I reckon that's just going to go strength to strength. I love how Walker can screw up something three times and he'll still try it the fourth. Yeah, I, yeah, I just confidence. Like, oh, it's unreal. It's like <laughs> some of the passes he threw, the, like some of them were great, but some of them you were just like, oh, there's one pass where he, he literally dropped it as he went to pass, <laughs> and it like that, that that would rattle most 19 year olds. He just doesn't care. He threw another floating ball to the winger where he got put into the third row. Mm. He did it the next set again. He just yep. doesn't care. It's that confidence is incredible. Yeah, I think um, with Walker. You know, the, def- the defence, I think Roosters may have to kind of accept that defensively, you know, he may not be the best long-term. Kind of like the Cowboys with Thurston. Like, defensively, he had a red-hot crack. Yeah. But, you know, 
he would miss a few here and there. And so I think that the Roosters are just build defence around him, put a really good defence outside him and inside him. You've got another, uh, enough attacking weapons throughout the team to sort that out. Uh, I just think that Sam Walker's a confidence guy. So just allow him to do whatever he needs to do because you know he's going to pull it off eventually and you've got enough experienced players to, de- to defend for him. Like Kind of like, boys, I'll, I'll take you to the promised lands. I'll do the crazy stuff, but I need you to help me in these other areas of the game. It's going to take me a while to develop. Yeah, just work to his strengths. Work to his strengths. Yeah. And just instead of, you know, some coaches I think would be looking at Sam Walker and going, you know, we need to put 10 kilos on you so that you can defend. And then he becomes an average defender, but then he also becomes an average attacker. And all of a sudden you've got this seven that is so robotic and boring and he's just averaged everything and he can't really deliver. Mm. I think Sam Walker, you, you've got just going to have to accept like, okay, he might miss a few tackles here and there, but look what he can do in attack. Like he can do things that no other seven in the game right now can do. Uh, and so thank God no, he's landed at the Roosters. Yeah, oh, 100%. for sure. You, you need someone like Robbo to yeah. nurture his ability. But he's also got one of the best of the best. If you look at defensively from a halfback's perspective, like the illusion Cooper Cronk used to set, he completely changed the defence of the Roosters. Like mm. what he did for, say, Manu, for Kiri, like Kiri's line speed and then movement to get mm. up and create an illusion of a, of a defensive line that is up and then he moves back and works with the second rower. I don't know. I'm sure we'll see a bit of it, but for me, I'd just be putting Walker into that mind frame, working people around him, as you said, but um, there's no better person he's going to learn off. Kronk's defence, just his movement alone, he was, mm. pretty, he was, he was tough, but um, he's in good hands. Well, it's, it's going to be all systems that stay exactly. Walker. If Walker's going to stay here long term, it's going to be good defensive systems that allow, you know as you said, create a bit of an illusion mm. sometimes to stop players from going down there, feeling like, oh, shit, this, the space is taken up or he can't get over his head. Uh, I thought um, I thought Daniel Tupu was really good, eh? Yeah, like, he was. Fuck, man. He was really good. How long has he been doing this? And you just don't hear a peep out of him mm. or anyone else. Like, the media doesn't go hype, hype train. But it was interesting because uh, after the game, Trent Robinson said uh, Daniel Tupu has owned the skies for, you know, the last 10 years, something along those lines. And it was really interesting to hear that, I guess, there would have been a bit of chatter how Saab is so good in the air. He's also got a similar build to Tupu. Yep. And Tupu's clearly taken that and been like, I'm still, I'm still top tier here. Mm. Like, you've got a lot to learn still as a rookie winger. And I think he showed that. He did. I think that he showed that. was a genuine big man battle. I remember I've played Tupu. I'm 6'3". I felt so small. Like, wow. I got to the point where... And I, I fancied myself in the air when he was coming. I would just tackle him. I wouldn't even go for the ball. Like, just, that's yeah, how. Wow. That's how off it was. Yep. Like he's so dominant. Yeah, but he's that big. When I played Israel when he was at the Storm, <laughs> it was just like, mate, don't. He's so much taller. You <laughs> yeah. might have a, a, a bigger vertical leap, but he's so much <laughs> yeah, taller. It just exactly. doesn't matter. Um, but no, he put it on him. It was the the old dog. Um, showed showed Saab the way there for sure. Well, I think as well. Daniel Tuvia would have heard a lot of people say last week that Dom Young. Got the better of him the week yeah, before. Yeah, true, um, true. I have no doubt he would have heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was a good bounce. I thought Satili Tupanua. Yeah. yeah like he, he, he would have shit into my team of the week if he played the whole game. He only played 45 minutes. And he still um, ran for 127 metres. Two line breaks, a try, four tackle uh, breaks. He's got a little bit in him, like a, little, a few little errors, a few little things. Yeah. Oh, he's a good yep. player. Yep. He's a solid uh, player. I think he's one of those guys you're happy to take that stuff on yeah. for the upside Big he's got. Big impact. Yeah. Uh, Billy Smith, I, I thought, you know, he was he was okay. He got through his work. The good thing about the the Roosters is like their outside backs when they really need them, they just come in and take these tough carries and relieve pressure. Uh, it's so important that backs do that when and forwards are uh, asses are hanging out. Uh, Tokiaho, 
Is it worth it? Talk about vintage Tokiyaha. Uh, there was a period there where I was like, especially last year for a bit, I was like, hmm, is he is his legs done? Like, is he is is he a good Super League buy because he'll go and kill it there? But is is physically in the NRL and the Roosters do this every time? It was like five years ago where I was looking at Hargreaves going, oh, I don't know whether he's got that not much longer. Remember the years yeah, where he yeah, was yeah, solid, sure. but. Um, and then he just goes to another level. And he's a huge reason why they won that back-to-back premiership. And I think Tokiaho, given the starting role again, r- rather than coming off the bench, I think that he really took that on board and said, I need to be a leader mm-hmm. here. Because when you look at their start, you've got Lindsay Collins and Tokiaho. Lindsay Collins obviously coming back from a ACL reconstruction. Tokiaho needed to stand up. And uh, I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he yeah. moves so well too. Mate, for a big man, Mate, his footwork, his holy. unbelievable. Uh, 20 hit-ups, 23 runs, 238 metres, 92 post-contact, one tackle break, 30 tackles, only two misses. No errors. I remember watching a few years ago uh, Joey on one of those uh, shows on a, on a Sunday or whatever. They got him to name his top five um, sidesteppers in rugby league. Mm. He had Takiyaho at like two. Wow. And he really, he's like, he's like, oh, look, you might not see it like you see it with Roger or SJ mm. or these sort of guys, but you you watch him. From, from then on, I did watch him and just his – his feet just in contact. Mm. He just yeah. always manages to get down to his elbows or stay on his feet because he puts himself into good positions constantly. Hey, Guru, you know what you got to watch? Next time you watch these forwards who have good footwork go to battle, when you when someone runs at you and they're 115 kilos, I have to plant my feet. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's different to Roger coming at you at speed and stepping in. It's a different sort yeah. of defence. But when someone like that happens and he gets a bit, little bit of a late footwork, the success is unreal. Mate, Not enough yeah. people do it, but fuck, he looks good when he does. He, and what, I think he was a centre at the Warriors. Was he? <laughs> I think. I, I, can you Google that, please, Matt? I, I, th- I think he was at the Warriors. I, I, apologies if I got that wrong, but a centre maybe. Uh, and he came over to Roosters and obviously they moved into the front row. But, yeah, he was incredible. Like, he was so important to them. Uh, I actually didn't mind uh, Drew Hutchison starting and bringing Connor off the bench. Mm. Because as soon as Connor came off the bench onto the field, the whole momentum shifted. And the, the Manly really struggled to go with his pace. Do you think that's a game-specific thing? Or do you think we'll start to see that more and more? I think it's the best use of Connor Watson. It's impact. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I don't know if you. We spoke about Cameron Murray going through that, but I don't know if you want him to go through that initial tough period. Mm. If you just want consistency, and then he comes on and plays his role in terms of impact. I think. I think it's the reverse of the the Rabbitoh situation. Roosters have the roster to do that. Mm. Hutcho, Drew Hutchinson can come on and just be solid as anything. Solid as anything. So. It's tough because I know Connor probably wants to be an 80-minute hooker and maybe he'll grow into that. But we've got to remember, he hasn't actually played a lot of as an 80-minute hooker. So maybe 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 it was a one-off game situation or maybe Robbo is going, okay, maybe I need to slowly build him into a starting hooker. But it worked. And f- Drew Hutchinson, he's just like so underrated as a player. How good are He just like gets in there, does his job, doesn't, you know, no frills, good kicking game. For a guy that a couple of years ago, you'd think, mate, he's definitely going to Super League. Like, mm. he's not going to be able to maintain that. And now he's managed to break into this side as a valued member. Uh, he'd be a good pickup for any club looking for a half in yeah, life. Yeah, and I, as well. I had someone say to me the other day, oh, it's just because he's at the Roosters. It's like, yeah, but there's a reason why the Roosters went after him. There's something in his character that Robinson knew that he could get mm. something out of him. Like, it's yep. full credit to Hutcho. I think he's done incredibly well. Does Sam Verrill's walk back into this side? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, he's, I think he's so. Quality. He's so genuine yeah. hooker. Genuine, you know I mean? they, need, they need that. Yeah, I think he does, but 
I, yeah, then, I don't think he takes the full role though, does he? I think you definitely keep Connor there at yeah. the fourteen because he's you know can cover so many positions. Versatile, that? yeah. Uh, yeah, look, great signs for Roosters. I, I always had the feeling that when it clicks, it'll quick click quite quickly. Mm. Um, but yeah, you look at that. I mean, we just we're so used to it. Look at their back row: Angus Crichton, Satili Tupanua, and Victor Adley. That's that's probably the best back row in the comp. And Nat Butcher got an opportunity and scored two metres. Yeah, two metres, 134 metres. I reckon there's a close. fair argument that his brother's better. He's not even in the side at the moment. It's crazy. Like the depth is... Yeah, Roosters are in such a good spot. Get the cheese next year as well. Um, oh, just, I just can't imagine that, eh? Oh, mate. Him in a Roosters jersey <laughs> oh, just going skits. Well. Him with... Like, imagine how dynamic... So you've got cheese at either nine or 13, but let's just say nine for because of Victor... And then you bring on Connor Watson for 10 minutes. Like, the speed they're going to be playing at, it is just going to be almost impossible Crazy. to stop. And then you've got Kiri and Walker, who are both, uh, like, ad-lib players on the advantage line. Mm. Um, incredible. So, look, great signs for Roosters. Really, really good signs. I thought that although, you know, Manly scored 12 points, I really didn't... You know, Roosters dominated that game. They were never they, in the game. They, they had no the way. game, you know, by the scruff of the neck. What do you got there, mate? Uh, he, he never played centre in first grade for the Warriors, but it looks like he might have played a little bit in the at the wing and centre in the in the lower grades. Yeah, the okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I know my shit. I know my shit. I might have fucking two black eyes right now, but... Uh, look, it did, it did take about... I was on the fourth page of Google, so it was, it was tough to find, but... I mean, that's yeah. fucking... I'm telling fucking I'm a shit. Are you trying to say I don't know my shit because it was on the fourth page? No, I'm saying he definitely page. I'm going shit. big deep, baby. I'm going big deep on Google. That's at least four pages. That's deep. Um, now, hurts me to say this because although I, you know, give Hello Sports shit, uh, I actually really like Manly. But it's been a really tough start to the year. And, you know, I look at the Rabbitohs and a lot of people equate the Rabbitohs to Manly, but I think the Rabbitohs have shown better signs than Manly have. When I watch a Manly game, uh, you know, yes, absolutely, last year they had four games and they bounced back. There is no denying that. Uh, it is early in the year, but the information we have right now, from, in my opinion, from Manly, is their, their start has been um, really disappointing. And I'm struggling to see the bright... You know what I mean? Where are the, the bright lights or the, the signs that you're like, okay, there I can see some great stuff there. The Rabbitohs, for example, you go an inch left or right, Yep. It's a try. With Manly, it just doesn't seem like they're clicking. Now, we, if there is any team in the comp that can turn it around, it's obviously Manly. They proved that last, last year. But going off the information we have right now, it is starting to get a bit like, ooh, some, they may need to change some uh, structures. What do you think, Guru? They look like they're just stinging for footy to go back to what it was last year to me. Mm. looks like they're just waiting for... It doesn't even feel like they're waiting for Tom just to do something. It just feels like they're waiting for it to be shootout footy again. Which is strange to think when you got guys like Jake Trevojevic and these sort of fellas, but they look very pedestrian to me. I, I mean, it's been two weeks. I, they, they've never really looked like scoring to me. I know mm. they have, but they haven't looked like it. Mm. Like I, I never felt like the Roosters were in any trouble mm. in that game at all. I never felt like Penrith were in any trouble last week. It's um, at the same time you don't want to go too hard on them because you know in a second they can just go bang and win yeah. fifteen games yeah. on the trot. Well, but last year, last year, yeah. But I, I think the game has moved a little bit away from mm. what Manly was so good at last year. I think like let's let's just take the obviously uh, history matters. History absolutely matters. But let's take the route of you're an alien, you come down to earth, and you've just seen those last two games. Um, what did you think, Shandor? 
Yeah, well, if you're an alien, you're thinking mainly <laughs> What's doing? they're struggling. But no, I just think it looks very individual at the moment. Mm. And Guru said it, but is that what it's going to take? Do we need Tommy to come out and have a hat trick mm. and there'd be some buzz about Manly before they go, all right, we need to do this? I think we the teams we've been speaking about, there's a lot of pl- the good teams, they have those players that are the glue. We just went over it with the Roosters and the Panthers. I just don't see that with some of the forwards at Manly. I feel like it is just a little bit individual. Um, so I don't know Cherry needs to be playing well For them to do well as well You know He needs to be ha- at Nearly at his best For them to do really well mm. But I don't know I just I said to Guru before The evolution I'm not seeing it To go with the game Manly have always Had their particular Playing style And done well But A it's not being executed And B I just don't I don't There needs to be Some sort of evolution There we can't rely on What happened last year Or the big players So I'm interested to see if anyone's going to do it, it's Dez. Like, he's yeah. not just going to let this roll on. So, I don't know how they're going to do it or what changes they're going to make, but it's going to be interesting to see. Did you see the penalty against Radley? Where he, like, pushed him and he fell over? And oh. <laughs> Bro. What are we doing here? And there was another penalty. They didn't harp on it that much. It was against the Tigers. So, they were like, I think it was like a kick return. And so, the, the Knights were, I think, like, kick chasing. And someone must have been, I think it was Simpkin, must have been his way. And he got pushed over. It had nothing to do with the play. Didn't affect the play whatsoever. Just a bit like niggle, straight niggle penalty. I didn't see that. Penalty. They did not. because they, you know why? Because Fox didn't replay it or anything. They just let it go. Um, but yeah, the, the Radley penalty. It's like, bro, what are we doing here? Come on, man! Like, you can see the replay. You can see it's nothing. Let's just go back to where we were or whatever. But yeah, sorry, back to Manly. Oh, yeah, it just, it just seems like they were so used to the way last year panned mm. out. They're struggling to go. From that. Yeah, they're struggling to go. Okay, we need more than just that this year, or we need something different. I just think, and it's no fault of his own. Croker for me last year was one of the most improved players in the NRL. He came from a bloke that's not even a nine to a good solid nine. But I think that Cherry, Four, and him, Tommy, and Jake need to start working around the ruck more. Because a lot of teams are, are really uh, defending for the edges where Tommy was so good last year. And it's almost become really hard to, to do that because it's really hard for Tom to break the line because they're so ready for it. They almost are willing to give up, you know, 20 metres and just allow him to mm. run, his, you know, run his race and tackle him or whatever. So I think the way Manly could get out of this is just being very ruck focused and you know two passes or getting forwards to ball play together because as you said the same thing you said it looks like they're very one out and they're Mm. not supporting each other i think the way you beat that is if you get your forward start and ball playing together and running good lines it's it compresses the line it Mm. compresses the defense because go fuck we can't afford to have our you know four and five men um isolated because they just keep rolling all over it so we compress our line and then the space gets created outside. I think at the moment, they're just hoping that that space will be there like it was last year instead of really earning it in the first 20 to 40 minutes of a game. Um, With Manly, brother, I feel like normally we know what they, who they are and what they're doing and what their playing style is. It's very obvious. Yep. You, you alluded to it. They've had success in the past from having two ruckies playing out the back working to an edge and then Tommy decides whether he's going to go blind or play mm. off his brother and yep. it worked but yep. now I just I'm watching I'm going well, well who are they what are mm. they doing and you've yeah. got the key players in the key positions there absolutely absolutely and I like I know that there's sometimes that Tommy will trail inside or whatever but I, th- I think that they're actually the whole game plan needs to change slightly rather than just like one off every now and then Tommy comes in the middle I'm talking about even disregard Tommy 
don't even have him in the middle. I'm talking about forwards yes. working together. Like Dylan Walker comes on and he's pretty much their best player. Mm. Playing with energy through the middle, playing with the ball in two hands constantly, you know, looking dangerous. And it creates doubt in the defensive, uh, defensive, um, defensive line. And I think that at the moment, I just I don't see much ruck attack for the, the – when I try to think of the Manly and I look at a team like Penrith – uh, sorry, Penrith when Appy's on, but like Reed Marnie sometimes around the ruck. He's so good at getting out, you know, keeping everything real tight. And uh, Brad Arthur has said when they win games, it's when their forwards dominate through the middle there. And I think Manly may need to look at, you know, really focusing their attack down the middle because then that will open up the edges. One thing that I would consider doing, and it'll probably sound a bit rogue, but in a couple of weeks when you get Josh Schuster returning, I wouldn't mind seeing him have a stint in the 13, mm. play Jake in the front that's row. A big boy. Yeah, okay. Like no, I like it. I like yeah, it, actually. It could just create... They just... They look so predictable to me. It's mm. not even funny. And mm. they've come up against two pretty handy defensive sides, obviously. But even with Tom, the spots that he gets himself in, I just you just look at him and you're like, oh, I know he's not going to get through. Like... Mm. Yeah. It just looks very pedestrian to me. I think they need to looks predictable. shake it up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, predictable. It's a Desi really. special to do what yeah. you're saying too, which yeah. I don't understand. Mm. Absolutely. And I, I think it's, you know, I think it's, you know, DC has been the head honcho for so long, and, he, and Foz, and fair enough, you know, both good players, um, that they, I guess, they look at a Croker, and Croker may not have the confidence to do that yet because he's not, hasn't played nine his whole career. Mm. I think DC may need to, Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. They may need to all sit down and go, look, Croker, maybe we give you more leeway to get out of hooker. Yeah, you know what? That's a great point, bro. Whereas at the moment, DC is like, give me the ball. Yeah. I'm creating something. Yeah. And as a defence, you're going, fucking sweet. Yeah. Wherever, wherever DC is, yeah. that's where you mark up. Even Foz, to an extent, is, is always playing off what DC mm. wants. Whereas you look at um, the Roosters, the opposing team, Sam Walker might call a ball and step three blokes, and Kiri may not touch the ball for a whole set. Mm. Uh, and so there's, and, and also Victor Adley might get the ball, or um, you know the hooker may run. Whereas at the moment, if you're playing manly, where is DCE? That's where the attack is. Mm. And I think DCE may need to. Although we love his competitive spirit, like he he never gives up, and he has a crack. You know, every single game, and I absolutely love that. You even look at this game; like he's nearly got 100 running always, meters. Yeah. He's got 450 kicking meters, so he's always busy. But he may need to work more with Croker to give himself more time. And to your point, bro, if there is that little bit of fear in Croker where every time he hears the voice of his halves yep. and he's shifting it and yep. not really focusing on what's in front of him or how to utilise his forwards, that's a problem, if Absolutely. that is the case. Yeah. Any good side needs a nine confident enough to go, I see something, I'm taking it. Mm. And at the moment, it is, it is DCE's team, rightly so, rightly so. He's an absolute, incredibly good seven. Um but I think he may need to share the load a little bit. Mm. And once again, I think you could get away with Croker playing like that last year because mm. they were so dominant. Just every time they went out the back, Tom would just yeah, yeah, and they were just yeah. on the front now it's forward. changed. Oh, I thought one guy that did impress me with them was um Olukwatu. He was, he was good. Yeah. He made my team great. Release. Yeah, he, he's a fucking. I've got an eighty minutes, <laughs> one hundred and thirty <laughs> meters, ten tackle breaks, and offload thirty three tackles. He Oof. was. And I mean, I remember we thought he wasn't going to play for the first five weeks, yeah. two weeks ago. Crazy. And see, that's where I look at a guy like Olakawatu and I go, okay, we've got this beast on the edge. So instead of, let's put Tommy on the other edge or even, you know, we put Tommy on the edge for the one play. Let's 
create a play around Olukawatu, get to the tram line, yes, and then just go again and, and again and again. Much of that, and they mainly have been notorious for using yeah. their lead lines and second rows. And I, I just think that like that, that's something that can work because you can predict that all you want, but if a quick play of the ball happens on a tram line. You're fucked no matter what. Mm. It's that, then it comes down to ad lib defense mm. where. And you've got options. You create yep. poor decisions from the defense. Absolutely. You can go blind, come back. Numbers. I've pulled too many numbers short, so that, yep. that opens it up for Tommy Long or, you know, whatever it is. And I, like, even, you know, Dylan Walker comes on, he looks like their best player. Again, that's because he's around the ruck, sniffing, seeing what's going mm. on, mm. and he's just playing with the ball, you know, eyes up footy, to, for lack of a better term. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. That's the best option. Ball yeah. playing ruckies, get someone in there sniffing around, yeah. hit the edges with their lead lines and their second rowers, yeah. and then have Tommy float and get the defence to make poor decisions. And just have DCE offload the uh, responsibility just a little bit. Not, we'll not a lot. Give Croker a licence. Yeah, just give Croker and Fawn a bit of a licence mm. to just go create some plays around them. Uh, you know, So Manly, obviously, we know they can turn it around, but it has been quite a disappointing start, and I'm sure they'd say the same thing. Would it be crazy to say a round three game against Canterbury at Brookvale is a must-win for them? Oh, mate. Round three, it's crazy to say that, but I think it is. It's it's so tough because we know what they did last year. Yeah. You know? so That's what's sitting in the back of your mind. It's always in the back (laughs) of your mind, and and it's right. Like, I guess the difference is, though, they didn't have Tommy those first four weeks. That's a huge out. But I do believe that... If they can't get the win, or at least be comp- like really competitive in this game, because doggies look fucking good. Yeah. I'm like shocked at how good they look. Um, if they can't be competitive here, it could really go a long way to building pressure outside looking in. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, last year was a fluke. Look at their record the last three years. You know, it was fifteenth, and that. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's a massive, massive game it's for Manly this game. week. As much as you said, we know what they did last year. I mean, the reality is what they did last year was give it to the teams that are below them yeah. and then struggle yeah. against the teams on top. All we've seen them do is struggle against the teams that I think will be on top of them mm. so far this year, realistically. So, yep, which, just, I, I don't know if that's going to be worse for Manly if they stay that side. That's going to be incredibly disappointing for mm. them as well. So, I, I just, I absolutely believe that they need to make some tweaks to their structure yeah. and their attacking yeah. ability. Uh, attacking players. I think Schuster used to offer so much from last yeah. year. He's the guy that they're yeah, waiting for. Yeah. Schuster's the guy they're waiting for because he was the guy last year that took some heat off Tommy and teams just didn't expect it. Like Schuster will get the ball, look like nothing's on. All of a sudden there's a crazy offload. Yeah. You look at a lot of their line breaks as well. Schuster was always involved in that. Um, and I like, I love your shout of putting him at 13 because it actually gives them an extra front row rotation. When you look at the moment... Um, you know, the Jake Trevojevic and Tapao starting up front, that's a fucking quality front rower. Bringing on Kepi, who, mm. who actually has some really good footy in him. Um, yeah, I, I I think Schuster's is the key. I really do. So who else was really impressive for them, and I'm so happy to see him playing footy again? Andrew Davey yep. off the bench. He had a really good impact. He's yeah, so 10 run, 88 metres, two tackle breaks. Um, Paseca, I think... Although he came on and did some really good stuff, you know, he played 36 minutes, 128 metres, three tackle breaks, uh, four offloads, 14 tackles. I think they could utilise him even more. Again, build game plans around these guys that can break tackles like Olakowatu. So have sets that are called Paseca set. And it's all just about going, you know, two ruck hit-ups and then, you know, pass, pass, Paseca hitting the line, then Tommy goes down the short line. I think that's a, a real way that they can uh, take advantage of some of these bigger boys in their power. got to put a mirror in our... Uh Paseca's 
locker room. He's so know? big. He's he so doesn't. I don't think he, he could be that. He, he could, could be. be. Like, yeah. He could quite easily be. Yeah. And I mean, and, and he still played well on the weekend. Like, I think he had a cup. Yeah, he had a few too many errors, obviously. But 120, 128 meters in thirty six minutes. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Pretty fucking good. The, the errors that he had though were yeah, they were tough. Killers. They were tough. Yeah. If you're tipping this weekend, who are you tipping? The doggies. <laughs> I, mean, I was about to say. Oh, that's tough, eh? And it's a bit of a battle too. I feel like that Desi Bulldogs connection. Yeah, Barrett, yeah. Like there's a lot going on. Where is I'm it? going doggies. Bro, it's that brookie. I'm gonna. Mate, I'm going doggies. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go manly. You're gonna go manly. Yeah, Where are you going? Go I'll go manly, Brookvale, but I'll be betting with the line. I think. Yeah. Happily. You know, I'm go- I, I am so impressed with the doggies. Yeah. I'm not confident, but I just feel like manly, manly kind yeah. of do need this. They need it. Um, but I just thought like last night's game, Broncos Bulldogs. Although obviously I'm a Broncos man, it was a high, high quality game. Like that was a fucking high. That was a top eight game. Yeah. Like and you, fans would just be stoked to yeah. see that from the dogs after what Absolutely. they've been through. I'm yeah. going Bulldogs for the upset. I think they can do it. Man. Have you had a look at all the games for next week? Oh, I was saying before, yeah, well, if you can get four out of eight, if you're you stoked. if you were to sit there last night yeah. and go, oh, what game should we make? It's yeah. like that's what the NRL have done. Fuck it's how ridiculous. Good. <laughs> Fuck how good's having footy. Back. Like all of them are evenly matched. And it's how good is it that it's fucking a chance for every team to win? Yeah. Like we're sit, literally so sitting here saying, doggies could beat Manly. Like we're truly entertaining that. Like the, the field has just closed up massively. What do you got there, Matt? I was just gonna say uh, last week when I put my tips in, I was like, oh, there's only one certainty, and that's Canberra to beat Cowboys. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> oh, hell! That's this week's crazy. the same. It's, this, week's man, the, this week's very similar. You know that, that thing they do in tipping comps where you pick one team a week that's your lock, yeah. and you keep going. I oh. Everyone would have gone the Roosters week one. Yeah, I reckon the Heat would have gone the Raiders as well. So I'm, in, I'm in a last man standing comp. You get one chance, then you're out. I'm already out. Yeah, you're already gone. Already far gone. out. Betting agencies are killing it, mate. I um, we'd love to do. Oh, actually, I won't say that. Um, no, t- I was just about to give out some internal ideas that I've got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That's where the money's made, baby. Don't give that shit out. Don't give that shit out. I've learned my lesson the hard way with a lot of other shit I've done. Um, now, uh, yeah, so, fuck. Manly need to turn it around for sure. For sure. Because uh, if they lose against the Doggies, all of a sudden confidence can start coming into the play of like, shit. Like, we haven't... Last year, the excuse was we don't have Tommy. We don't mm. have Tommy. There's no reason now for why they're struggling. Um, but I do believe they can turn it around. It is only round two. But it has been disappointing in the first two rounds. There's no one can deny that Manly have not played the way they should play. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 